welcome to a game of wits. By the way, it's been long since we hosted an episode. It's actually a new year. It's not a new year. <laughs> a new year is an, abrit- an arbitrary concept. <laughs> this guy wants to be the scientist here. What's new about the year? I argue, argue, argue with me. What's new about the year? Yeah, we can say that a year, the fundamental aspect of measuring it, it, it might be arbitrary, but then, yeah. It, there's nothing new. If you think about it, there's nothing new. Yeah, I flipped my calendar to 2022. And you know, they are basing this on a concept about the sun having orbited around the... No, the earth having orbited around the, <laughs> around sun. the sun. And that's a circle. Yeah. So, they are saying it is a, a, a point until where the... What? The earth returns to the starting you know there's a circle in in fact does not have a starting point they picked an arbitrary point some years back so there's <laughs> there's nothing like a new year it's yeah. just the same thing yeah I, ideally it's a cultural thing it doesn't have to have any so it's just sentimental yeah it's sentimental in value actually I, yesterday was the chinese lunar year you see yeah, it carries no meaning so we, we, we just point. it's just a way of human beings trying to find purpose <laughs> but anyway, Happy New Year. Let's not argue about that. So on today's episode, uh, we're going to discuss about a really interesting topic. So recently I was uh, reading about evolution. It doesn't matter if you believe in evolution or you believe in religion or you believe in monkeys. Yeah, it does not matter. You might actually believe in both. Yeah. Hey, it's up to you. I, I am not here to shape your arguments or to sway you towards supporting anything. So these are some interesting things I read about evolution. These are facts. That's but why we are studying this. If you, if you say that they are fascinating facts, if they are facts, then that means you believe in evolution. No. I have not said I have not talked about my beliefs. My, my beliefs are totally different. But then why call them facts if you do not believe they, they are facts. True. No, they are facts because they are true. No, there are sort of some ideas based So on I cannot evolution. state facts because I'll be judged. Yeah, they are not actually facts. They, they are facts. No, they are, they are facts because there are things that are happening. You cannot deny them. Even if I pray with a Bible, these things will still happen. Okay, because if you call them evolutionary facts, that means... I've said facts. Yeah, I've said, I read an article on evolution yeah. and I came about some really interesting things. I'm not saying these are proven. Yeah, you said they are I've not said they are not pro- they have okay, not said. Okay. I've said they are facts. Meaning that facts it's happening. No, 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 you're losing the essence of this episode. I've said there are facts about the human body. I've not said there are proof to evolution. Do not misquote me. Yeah, but then it's sort of, if you call them facts, then you're trying to justify evolution. No, no, why are you trying to misquote me? You're trying to push me towards supporting a side. I'm not supporting (laughs) any side. I've just said today I read an article on evolution. Yeah. Here are some interesting facts. No, they are not interesting facts. They are interesting. That's why you are covering it on this episode. They are interesting facts. Let's call them interesting for the moment. These are facts. Whether you pray, whether you believe in what or what, these things will happen and will continue to happen. So, the basic premise of this, there are things that are... We are first going to discuss about vestigial structures. And what I mean by vestigial structures... Are structures which do not have any physiological function in the human body. Yeah, sort of like there are bugs in the system. Yeah, they are just carry make weight. You are just carrying them in your body, but ideally they have no function. So most of you, I hope you heard of this. So I'll start with the most common ones. You have an appendix, which is 
You've never seen it, Kerry. So you've, you've, ne- you've never seen what? I've never seen an appendix. You've never seen an appendix. Yeah, so I doubt if it exists. What, 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 what career path are you choosing? Yeah. <laughs> what career path are you on if you have never seen an appendix? Yeah. Okay. So if if you are one one of the people like Whitney, who, yeah. who has to see to believe, come, I will show you an appendix. Yeah. So that means I'd have to protect the medical profession. But you have an appendix. Believe me. Believe me, you have an appendix. So, okay. an appendix is what we call a vestigial structure. Ideally, you don't have any function from an appendix, but it is useful in other animals. For example, cows, they have some sort of bacteria they use to digest grass. So, Kerry, yeah. ideally, in cows, I heard that it's called the sesam or cecum. Yeah. Cecum. Yeah. What's the difference between a cecum and an appendix? That is semantics. It's just the same thing. Yeah, it, is a, it is an appendix in a cow. <laughs> an appendix in a cow is a cecum. It is cecum because maybe yeah. it is more functional, but it's just the same structure yeah. because it is, in, it is in the same location. The anatomy is the same. So in human beings, the appendix is basically useless. You've had some people, they have a condition called appendicitis. But so then, the Kerry, appendix you, you, you're saying that the can appendix become inflamed. Yeah? And then I heard that in primary, we were told that the appendix actually stores the indigestible products during that's a lie that's yeah. like if i swallow they should correct but then then should, a lot of corrections it, 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 needs to be made on our education yeah, it, syllabus it that's a lie there, there's no uh, what what's then what are you saying and the indigestible food they're saying yeah, that it stores rocks yeah rocks that's that's wrong that's wrong but then this condition that you call appendicitis I mean, yeah. yeah the inflammation of the appendix so how does it happen if not the collection of rocks and stuff within the my, my god you know i will have understood if i was arguing with an open person this guy is a medical student and does not know what causes inflammation do not ask me such questions yeah, okay let okay 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 let let me give it to the millennials and inflammation is caused by a bacterial infection so when you have a bacterial infection you know a lot of things can cause bacterial infection even the feces as they pile up the colon they can have bacteria and most that is the most common cause of appendicitis so an appendix is totally useless you can live without it that's my point what other vestigial structures we have you heard of another vestigial structure i guess we have the auricular muscles hey yeah. what's that so the original muscles are muscles within the ear. There are actually three, but we don't need to diverge into details. But then, ideally, in other animals, let's say in dogs, I guess you've seen most of it in action. When let's say we have a sound from somewhere, you see the dog ears raising up, and they sort of behave like a satellite trying to position itself in order to capture the appropriate sound waves. So in humans, that has become vestigial since. Once we started, or once we assumed the upright posture, we had no need to try and position the ears because ideally the neck will do that function. Yeah, isn't that so cute? Yeah, but there I read that human beings have a lot of range of motion. You can move 180 degrees, or is it what? Yeah, I think it's 180. It's more than 180, I guess. Yeah, so you don't need to move your ears, but there are some few people who still retain that function. I have a friend of mine who weirdly (laughs) can flap the ears. (laughs) So he's like a dog, he did not lose, so his muscles are not vestigial, they are still functional. And speaking of the ear carry, I've heard, or rather is it a quirk of evolution, but some guys, I actually have the ear pinny. Does it have any use? I I won't lie, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, because some people actually lack it, while other people have it. Yeah, I don't don't know what's the functionality of this pinny, I'm not sure. (laughs) 
but another vesta is not is actually a physiological function of the body so when you are cold or you are frightened you you often get goosebumps yeah these things these bumps that appear on your skin so the goosebumps what's happening is that you have muscles under your skin that are pulling your hair to stand up straight so the physiological function of that or the advantage of that ideally will be that the hair will trap a column of air which so, so let, let me argue my point first <laughs> so the hair should trap a column of air which acts as an insulator in case you are cold and if you are frightened it could make you more aggressive for example and good example is in cats so in human beings we are not as hairy as other animals so that function is actually vestigial it is useless we have no use for it that's what are you saying yeah, no you have no <laughs> argument no I, I, i wanted to bring up the thing about being frightened like yeah. sort of a reflex to fright yeah yeah so that that's another vestigial function but then carry in people who live in cold areas would you consider that as being vestigial why because actually it plays a role in people living in cold countries they're, they're sort of extremely hairy so see it works in them so just like we've said other pop- people can move their ear muscles those hairy people it actually has an advantage to them because they live in colder regions that's ideally if we classify this thing about the, yeah the hair becoming upright yeah it actually acts to some extent if you are extremely hairy then it will prevent or it will buffer you from the cold but the thing about the ear it sort of it has no use ideally because even the flaps the ears themselves cannot actually sort of become dynamic like how in dogs and stuff i'll i'll take you to my friend <laughs> the range of motion the guy has because on the ear ideally if you cannot actually shocking into like anteriorly so that they sort of become more receptive he, he, he can flap them anteriorly because he can flap them anteriorly posteriorly up down yeah. in any case his was sort of like it was just going up and down up and down but it could not actually like flap in front like sort of to increase the coverage so obviously we, 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 the muscles are weak cannot have that full range of motion yeah. and our ears are sort of attached so they have a strong attachment the other thing is that uh, it's not actually a structure but a behavior i know you've noticed those who like kids young children newborns especially have a very strong grip they have a yeah when they get hold of something they rarely let go so what i saw the advantage of that is if you have seen monkeys climb trees their young ones have to learn how to hold on as their mother moves around so they hold on to their belly yeah so actually the usual so human child. beings we still have that reflex so that's why your child has a very strong grasp and they actually can hold on to they can swing on it that's what i read they can <laughs> swing on it just that grip so <laughs> Those are interesting facts I about I found about vestigial structure. So Kerry, according to your Palmagras reflex, you say like if I take my kid to the do, 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 not, do not take him on a like a high pedestal, but <laughs> um, if a significantly short place, yeah, they can hold on. So Kerry, you are, I bet you. Ideally, you are telling I, me I, I should try. This I'll give home. birth to a child yeah. and give it to you to practice so on that. So we should try this at home, Kerry. And in case of damage or no, death, I'm not saying try should, this at home. Yeah. Do not do not take me <laughs> what I'm saying is yeah. 
they can hold on. I've said I've offered when I give birth to a child, not when I give birth when I have a child. <laughs> I will actually conduct that experiment on my child to show how sure I'm sure of my facts I am. So yeah, that's so what we... I'll do. I'll conduct it. I promise you. So Kerry, this grass, when does it actually become rudimentary? Because if it occurs in young kids, at what age do you think it... As they grow old and they have more control of their reflexes, they actually lose that farm grass. But newborns, when yeah. you just go close to them, they take a strong hold of you. So those are the facts I had about uh, vestigial structures. Whether, whether you believe it or not, whether you believe it or not, they are true and they will happen. So the other part of this but then discussion... Also, in this discussion, we should also take into account that these are basically theories, they are theoretical assumptions. It's not really what happened. Kerry is an evolutionarist. Whitney is trying so hard account. to frame me as an evolutionarist. I'm saying <laughs> these things happen. Your child has a firm grip. They do not happen. It is a fact. Conjecture. Your child has a firm grip. It is a fact. It's not a fact. Your but muscles, your ear muscles are vestigial. It is a fact. <laughs> you have goosebumps that are useless. It is a fact. Your appendix is useless. It is a fact. Yeah, but then it doesn't mean it, that. It doesn't mean I'm swaying yeah, towards evolution. From, Get like this clear. It does not mean I'm swaying towards evolution. Ancestry. I'm stating facts. <laughs> so, as before I was rudely interrupted, I was talking about the other section of the important facts about the human body that I read. So, these are basically structures that on a few sections or a few minorities actually do not have. They are superior human beings. They are superior. They are superior. Like they are more advanced. If you, if if Whitney, you are if an love, iPhone 13. Yeah. They are iPhone 14s. No, not really. Let, let me give you this analogy. Listen you know to my analogies. analogy. Listen to my analogy. Yeah. An iPhone 10 yeah. has an jackpot for an earphone. Yeah. An iPhone 14, <laughs> it is only wireless. There is no jack pin yeah. it does not use wired earphones yeah. so that's my knowledge that's the same thing that so, we are going to discuss uh, what right you guys now. trying to postulate is that evolution results in you losing rather than gaining you're not losing yeah? you're becoming more superior you know let me tell you when an iphone 14 is superior to an iphone 12 and an iPhone 14 does not have the jack pin. The for thing with evolution carries it, it, it is better. It, it is a better phone. Actually mean superiority it is, it is a better sense. phone, but it is a better phone. Yeah? It is a better phone. Yeah, it's... <laughs> is it a better phone? No, is it a better phone? No, listen, is it a better phone? Yeah, it's actually. A does it have phone. a jack pin? Yeah, it, it lacks the jack and that. Makes it is it... a better phone. No, it's it not is a just better a better phone. phone. No. It is a, okay. It is a more advanced <laughs> yeah, phone. Yeah, it's advanced to some extent. Yeah, so you don't actually use the jack. Meaning like okay. because it lacks the jack, Okay, it's more let's meet at the center. We are talking more about superior. more advanced human beings. Yeah, and iPhone 14. I'm actually arguing like this, Kerry. The fact that you're losing some traits doesn't actually make you superior. But you're more advanced. Yeah? But you're more advanced. No. Agree on that, we move on. Let's actually talk on one trait. We are more advanced. Yeah. If The fact that you're losing the palmar grass reflex, it implies that then we cannot actually become arboreal. We cannot be like monkeys. We cannot hang on. So if you want to be a monkey, this are modern world. We don't need those no, reflexes. Yeah. That's why we are losing them. It's a waste of time and a waste of brain space. But then, Kerry, let's it's compare. a waste of brain yeah. space. 
That's yeah. why you are losing. No, it. the Panamax grasp reflex. It's not a brain. The jack, jack pin. Happens okay. The, spinal cord. the, ja- the jack pin was <laughs> removed in the iPhone to save on space. So that's the same thing as see, why we are losing these muscles to save on memory. It no, actually, it, it is the best. It doesn't even rely on memory. Kid. It relies it's on memory to move those muscles. No, to move those muscles. What moves the muscles? What moves the muscles? No, what moves the muscles? No, it is independent. No, it's independent of the brain. It's the brain. No, Kerry, we have spinal what, No, 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 no. What moves muscles? Yeah. What moves muscles, Whitney? Yeah. Am I talking to a medical student? What moves muscles? Yeah, we have. What control muscles? No, what control muscles? Yeah. Motor muscles, what controls yeah, we, muscles? Yeah. It's the brain. But then we have different types of reflex no, actions. No, no, yeah, listen, listen, listen to, no. We have neurons that no, synapse in the spinal no, cord. Case. Listen so to me. Cord what, what, what moves muscles? The motor neuron, no, what moves motor the... muscles? <laughs> yeah. It's the brain. It's the brain. We are not talking about no, reflexes. The, CNS, the central nervous system. What is the, the central nervous system? Cord. What is the central nervous system? See, so, the spinal cord is all coordinated in the brain. So I'm not going not to argue with you. Not all reflexes need to pass through the brain. Some are finished. We are, we are not wasting cord. time on this. Okay. So we are <laughs> going to talk about more advanced human beings. So they're actually not advanced human beings. They are advanced iPhone 14s <laughs> with more space. Brains. Okay, we are saving on brain yeah. space. So these are the features that <laughs> most advanced human beings will lack. So you were told a while back that you should have 32 teeth. Is that yeah, true? That's true yeah. Think four canines, eight incisors. How many? How many premolars? I don't remember. Premolars are eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight, so eight premolars and twelve molars. Yeah. But you will grow twenty-eight teeth. No, you actually grow by puberty. No, listen, by puberty you will grow. 28 teeth. Is that true? Yeah, by puberty you'll have 28 teeth. So, after puberty, you how many teeth are lacking? Four. Yeah, you lack four. So the four teeth are uh, conventionally termed as wisdom teeth. Right? They are termed as wisdom teeth. So, there is a section of the population. There is a section of the populations that lack wisdom teeth. They are not. They are not inferior. They are more advanced because. <laughs> We we have no use for twelve molars. That's because excessive. Too much. That's excessive, and we don't have space to fit twelve molars because yeah, our jaw space. our jaws rescinded. So we don't have space to fit. Yeah, we actually have. It's space. a waste of space. Because I actually have a it's a waste of space. Of my jaw and it's empty. Yeah, we, it's, oh, it's a waste of space. And space. You, 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 you don't you don't need. You know, we 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 are chewing softer food right now. You don't yeah. need that two teeth. Twenty eight is enough. So around there's a small percentage of the population that will not grow wisdom teeth. So you are calling these guys superior. I'm not saying they are superior. We agree they are more advanced because they are a minority. So a minority of the population not grow the four wisdom teeth because ideally the theory is the four wisdom teeth are vestigial they don't have no use so it's being faced out another thing there is muscles in your body that actually a section of the population do not have so these are very strange names bear with us (laughs) so in your leg muscles you have the calf muscles so underneath the calf muscles, there's a muscle called plantaris. It's a really tiny muscle. So plantaris, ideally what the function of plantaris should have been is to, when you are, you don't want to give medical terms, but to move your ankle, there's a motion that it 
supports in your ankle. Yeah, and ideally, so that motion. Ideally, if we talk on evolutionary terms, remember the arboreal animals, the monkeys and stuff. So they usually grasp. Yes, they're, they're sort of bipedal or what do they call quadrupedal or Quadrapedal, something. Yes. Yeah, so they actually utilize both both appendages for their locomotion or the arboreal motions, grasping branches and stuff. Yeah. So ideally. The same case, you remember the palmar grasp reflex that we talked about in the initial episode, or rather in the sometime back, yeah, during this episode. So the plantaris is actually an analogue of the palmaris longus muscle on the arm for grasping. So ideally it was before you became bipedal, the palmaris longus you should did you, did you just quote evolution? Yeah. Why did we become bipedal? <laughs> why, why, why are you... Yeah, so ideally we were all quadrupedal. But then when we became bipedal, so the muscle, the plantaris muscle became vestigial because we had no need to grasp objects with our lower arms, yeah? Or rather so with so that's legs. why plantaris yeah. is useless. Yeah, no, it's useless. So a section of the population, a small percentage of the population, do not have the plantaris muscle. The other muscle... It's what Whitney has mentioned. It's called the palmaris. And actually, you can test for this muscle and see if you are an, an advanced human being. How you test for it, take your thumb and edge it closer towards your little finger. And then look at your wrists. They should be a strong, there's, a, there's something here that will project. When I was young, I thought this was a, <laughs> a blood vessel, but it's something called a tendon. It's a tendon of a muscle. So if you see a tendon that has projected upwards, that tendon is the palmaris longus. That is the muscle that some people lack. So if you see you you lack that, then you are an advanced human being. You are, really you are a modern version. You are a modern version. You are an iPhone 14. So, guys, sorry to we have come to an abrupt end. That was it for today. I know this episode was interesting. I'm not an evolutionary. But then, what do you believe in? It's none of your business. It's my business. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. We are going to do a giveaway soon. So bye.